Welcome to this audio recording of a recent article from warhornmedia.com. This is episode 123, and the title is 10th Presbyterian Church and Liam Gallagher, The Critical Moment. It's by Tim Bailey. I'm also your reader, and the date is January 12th, 2024. This article is seventh in a series. It's been seven weeks since Grace released their report documenting the betrayal of the souls of 10th Presbyterian Church by their pastors and elders. This betrayal is most visible in the Grace report, starting with the facts they record concerning senior minister Phil Rikens leading his elders to cover up the homoerotic assaults against young men committed by 10th choir director Paul Jones. Riken and his elders were informed of Jones's crimes back in 2001. It's all in the report, but it might be best not to read it. It's sordid. And the worst sins aren't sexual. The most sordid parts are the records of the lies Riken and his elders told to cover up those sexual crimes. Grace released their report November 23, 2001. 23, and 10 days later, tense troubles intensified with the release of court documents revealing, first, that Gallagher had been cited, pled guilty, and paid fines for engaging in unlawful conduct of an indecent nature in a park in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, just west of Philly. The citation's file date was July 25, 2014, almost 10 years ago. Gallagher's own behavior was noted publicly on November 29, 2023, and Gallagher immediately abandoned his pulpit and his call at 10th Presbyterian Church. There at the beginning, for a short time, Gallagher did not know the two court documents confirming his behavior, as well as the identity of his partner, would be discovered and released publicly. During the short period of time when it was only his own behavior that had been publicized, Gallagher took the tack of abandoning his call while adamantly denying the truthfulness of the matter. Gallagher was absent from his pulpit Sunday morning, December 3, 2023. But over the next couple days, the court records of both Gallagher and his paramour were distributed by email, text, and across the internet. Two days after Gallagher's behavior was publicized, the session of 10th had a virtual meeting. It was Friday, December 1st, and Gallagher himself was present, albeit virtually. During that meeting on Friday, Gallagher somehow prevailed upon his elders, eventually convincing them to read a statement to the congregation in his behalf. Submissive, as always, to their senior ministers, here is what Gallagher wrote and got his session to read to their 10th congregation Sunday morning, December 3, 2023. Quote, Dear ones, Over the past few days, terrible allegations have been raised against me on social media. I reject the interpretation that has been put on the facts. What they have insinuated never happened. 
though I take full responsibility for the actions that led to the outcome. However, once such accusations are made, they develop a life of their own, and no one will countenance them being challenged. The actual events leading to these allegations were entirely my fault, and I take responsibility for my foolish behavior. Years ago, I had an encounter with an officer which ended in a citation for personal conduct. This involved failure to follow his instructions in a timely manner and arguing with him over his construction of events. In retrospect, I deeply regret not contesting the citation. Instead, I followed his advice and opted to pay a fine. By doing this, it was my understanding that I had admitted to the above actions but not to anything else. I am devastated at the prospect of leaving you in this way. It has been the greatest joy of my life to worship with you and live life with you over these years. I love you desperately and don't want you to have to endure the burden of these allegations and the interminable questions they will raise. I am totally responsible for the unconscionable foolishness that led us here. Christine and I will forever love you and thank God for you, our church family. And that's the end of his statement, unquote. Sadly, Golger, speaking through his session to his congregation, claims it's all lies, quote, allegations that are, quote, terrible, a deceptive, quote, interpretation that has been put on the facts, unquote, allegations, quote, unquote, accusations, unquote, and what liars, quote, have insinuated, unquote. Then Gallagher makes as if to show himself magnanimous and from love for his congregation to fall on his sword. He writes, and he's had his elders read to his flock, quote, I love you desperately and don't want you to have to endure the burden of these allegations and the interminable questions they will raise, unquote. The devil lies to disrupt and confuse God's sheep, causing them to wander. Many of his best lies are told by their shepherds. As I read the statement above Monday, December 4th, it seemed incredible that the report of scandal apparently had no effect on William. He had the chutzpah to think that he could lie and flatter his way out of the mess. His denials seemed brazen. Knowing him personally since 2014, I sent my brother Liam an email hoping to encourage him to admit his sin and go to God and his congregation in repentance. Liam did not respond. And then a footnote indicating that I, several weeks later, wrote him again. And again, there was no response. A few days later, the court records of both Liam and his paramour were publicized in the identity of Gallagher's paramour as one of tense deaconesses was proven. Liam Gallagher remains the senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church and a member of Philadelphia Presbytery of the Presbyterian Church in America. It matters not whether Gallagher is session, consider him still the senior minister of 10th and a member in good standing of Philadelphia Presbytery. This is what he is. The only possible method for his standing down as the senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church and a member of Philadelphia Presbytery is by formal vote. Note that word public. By formal vote of 10th Presbyterian Church's congregation and formal public vote of Philadelphia Presbytery. 
Presbyterian polity is both clear and rock hard on these laws, as I have documented in a prior article here on Warhorn, and I have a link to the prior article. Gallagher's termination from his call as senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church must be formally and publicly acted upon by vote of 10th Presbyterian Church's congregation at a meeting called and announced with that purpose, followed by vote of the members and commissioners of Philadelphia Presbytery confirming 10th's request to the Presbytery that Gallagher's call be terminated. What's next? Well, it depends. Under Presbyterian polity, sessions and presbyteries often are confronted with this sort of standoff in the midst of either private or public sin. Liam himself doesn't understand Presbyterian polity. This posture is natural for a former pastor of Duke Street Church in London, an independent congregation, quote-unquote, of, quote, an historical Baptist tradition, unquote. Taking up the call at 10th, though, which required Gallagher's transfer into Philadelphia Presbytery of the Presbyterian Church in America, Liam vowed to submit himself to the Presbytery and to be governed by the PCA's Book of Church Order. What does this Book of Church Order, the Presbyterian Church in America, mandate concerning the senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church? Submission. Obedience. The central question is whether Liam Gallagher, senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church and member of Philadelphia Presbytery, will submit himself to the authority of his session, his congregation, and his presbytery. The problem is no one knows. But does anyone care? All indications are 10th session doesn't care. They are the ones, after all, who read Gallagher's denial of his relationship with the deaconess at 10th to their congregation, aiding and abetting his rebellion against both man and God. Now then, where to next? Liam Gallagher, senior minister of 10th Presbyterian Church and teaching elder of Philadelphia Presbytery, must be wrestled to the mat and made to say uncle. Not so much for the good of Liam Gallagher, although repentance It's always a mercy to each of us who belong to Christ. Not so much for the honor of the civil magistrates whose truthfulness in the matter of Gallagher's citation, Gallagher himself has traduced. Not so much for the honor of Philadelphia Presbytery, Gallagher is defying. Not even for the honor of the Presbyterian Church in America whose authority Gallagher thumbs his nose at. What is at stake is the name and glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. When officers of Christ's church are found to be notorious sinners and their sin becomes a matter of public record, the officers of Christ's church must condemn them publicly. Quote, 1 Timothy 5, 19 through 21, do not receive an accusation against an elder except on the basis of two or three witnesses. Those who continue in sin rebuke in the presence of all, so that the rest also will be fearful of sinning. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of his chosen angels to maintain these principles without bias, doing nothing 
in a spirit of partiality, unquote. Bias. Partiality. Dear reader, I take no pleasure in writing these things. Still, the duties incumbent on each of the parties are clear and must be stated. The scandals committed by ten senior ministers and sessions since the year 2001 are shameful. Will the members of Philadelphia Presbytery and the congregation of 10th Presbyterian Church continue to hide the sins of the session of 10th Presbyterian Church and their senior ministers? Will they continue to show bias and partiality? Is there no one in the congregation of 10th Presbyterian Church? No member of the pastoral staff of 10th Presbyterian Church. No member of Philadelphia Presbytery of the Presbyterian Church in America who fears God and is determined to defend the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What should be done? Our next post will delineate the proper process required by the Presbyterian Church in America's Book of Church Order. Again, this is seventh in a series. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast of articles from warhornmedia.com. Also, if you're able, please support this work. Go to warhornmedia.com and click on the Patreon link. This is Pastor Tim Bailey. Until next time, God willing.